Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, speaker, facilitator, and founder of Inner Workout. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. Hello, welcome back to another episode of B-School. I am so glad that you're here. Before we kick things off, I want to talk to you about one of my favorite companies, Ampjar. That name might sound familiar because I worked for them part-time earlier this year as a community manager, and I'm excited to keep sharing them with you. So Ampjar, if you're not familiar, is a karmic marketing platform that empowers small businesses to grow together through shoutouts. So instead of having to spend a bunch of money on Facebook ads, you share like-minded brands to your audience, and they share you with their audiences. So you're exposed to a new set of customers. And the best part is you don't have to pay a thing. Ampjar is free for founding members as long as you do three shout outs a week. So an incredible deal. All you have to do is go to taylorelease.com slash Ampjar to apply. And if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat. Okay let's get into this week's episode. I titled this episode Uncomplicated, and this is really me speaking to myself because I am the queen of making things more complicated than they need to be. And I had this reflection while I was brushing my teeth. This was earlier, actually, this might have been even before the pandemic. It was mid-March. And I was just wondering, where in my life am I making things more complicated than they need to be? Where am I making things harder than they need to be? And honestly, there are so many places where I do that. I'll share a few of them today. But this year, if nothing else, it has been complicated. It has been complex politically, emotionally, business-wise, personally, professionally, all the leaves. This year has been a lot. This year is complicated. And so, me adding extra unnecessary layers of complexity is not doing anything. So, I'm really glad to chat with you about how we can uncomplicate things, about how we can find additional simplicity. And honestly, doing the notes for this, really thinking about this for myself was helpful to me. And I so, so hope that it'll be helpful for you as well. I found that there were kind of two things that I would tell myself that led to me making things more complicated. So the first thing I would tell myself is that it has to be done my way. That statement is such a statement that's coming from my ego, right? It has to be done my way. And when I have that belief, it keeps me from asking for help. Because if I am so set in how I've done things, and I've got this particular process or this particular vision of the outcome or when it will occur, and there's no wiggle room within that, then I'm not going to ask for help. If I want to reorganize something, and it's a daunting project, but I'm like, it has to end up exactly like this, then I'm probably not going to ask Matt or my parents for help. And that doesn't serve me. So not only 
Might I be doing things in a more complex way throughout that project? But also, I'm making all the work surrounding it more complicated because I'm saying I have to do it on my own. Along those same lines, it keeps me from valuing outside opinions. If I'm so certain that my way is the right way, even if it's complicated, and I'm not getting feedback from other people, someone might be able to step in and say, hey, have you tried this? Have you thought about that? Have you looked at this resource? But I've got my blinders on, right? I've got my blinders on and I'm walking, wading through this unnecessarily complicated situation and I can't see or hear what's going on outside and that's not helpful. An example that just recently came up is that I have been staying in the suburbs with my in-laws for most of the pandemic and I had some creative projects to work on and so I decided to go back to the city, thought it was going to be a week and just found my sweet spot, found my creative energy in the city. So I decided to stay for another week and another week and I was thinking about what it could look like to go back to the suburbs. And in my mind, I had set up this either or situation. Either I stay in the city and I stay in this space that I've created where my days are really aligned and I'm eating whatever I want to eat and working when I want to work and it felt really good. Or coming back to the suburbs with the benefits of being around people that I love, but with the constraints of having to navigate around being with all the people that I love. And I'm thankful that in this instance, instead of being so like, okay, my way is right. I don't need anyone else's opinion. I talked about it with my mom. And my mom said, hey, we have a home office and I'm mostly going into the office. Very COVID friendly. She doesn't have a lot of people in her office. There's literally three people and they all have separate offices and she's the only one who goes in. But anyway, just in case you're worried about my mom. So she said, well, you can just come work in our office and you can set it up how you want and you can bring Blue. Blue loves their place. And I've now had all of the the benefits that I had in the city, but in a place that's only 15 minutes away instead of having to be isolated all week and then just see Matt on the weekends. So in being able to express, okay, I feel like it's this either or situation and to hear and to value someone else's opinion, she was able to simplify it for me and say, here's this option that you didn't even think of. What, do you, what about that? How might that work for you? So for me, I noticed that I make things really complicated really quickly when I get in this mindset of it needing to be done my way. And when I can bring in those outside opinions, ask for help, it either simplifies it by having support, having other people who can help me hands-on with the problem, or it simplifies it because that outside opinion can see something that's in my blind spot. So that's one way to uncomplicate things is to recognize, okay, where am I getting stuck in my ways? And who can help either with the task or help me process how to approach the task? The second mindset isn't one that I find myself in often, but it still shows up and it shifted how it showed up over the years. But it's that whatever I'm doing has to be 100% right. And that's the definition of perfectionism. 
it's also a form of procrastination. Because if you're so focused on getting it right the first time, and you're spending so much time researching and adjusting and changing minor things, you're wasting time because you're not launching. And then you've invested all this time into your first version, time and effort and energy. And that makes it hard to make necessary changes because let me tell you, your first version is never going to be 100% right. But if you've convinced yourself with all the time that you've put into it that it is, then you'll be more likely to ignore feedback or to take it really personally because of all the upfront effort that you put into it. And the tweaking and changing is actually really good. Like you want to be doing that all the time, but by putting it at the front of your process and focusing on getting it quote unquote right, rather than putting it at the end, it's doing you a disservice. I've mentioned this before, but in startup land and it's bled over into many other spaces, they talk about MVPs, minimum viable products. So instead of focusing on getting it right at the beginning, you say, okay, what am I trying to build? What am I trying to accomplish? And what's the smallest way that I can test that out? The simplest and smallest way that I can test that out. Because if you start and you're like, okay, I got to get it right. I have to think of every potential scenario, anything that might happen, feedback that I could get. You're probably spending time on things that will never be relevant and missing things that could 100% be relevant, but you're not going to know until you put that into the world or ask for that feedback from other people. So perfectionism is a really easy way to make things too complicated because we're, and if you're listening to this podcast, I say we because I'm guessing you feel the same way as me in this, we are pretty critical of ourselves. And so our critique, the things that we notice are very likely things that people won't notice. And we might be completely blind to the things that are actually going to make a difference for the person on the receiving end of whatever it is that you're doing. Whether you are presenting a project for work, you're launching a company, you're creating something for grad school, really try and get that MVP. Hone in on that simplest piece. Don't let perfectionism carry you away because you'll think of all of these things that you might need to do. And if you stay in perfectionism mode, you will do them. And it could have been so much easier. So don't make things harder for you in that way. Uncomplicate it by doing an MVP. I had a situation recently where I noticed I was making something really complicated. Inner Workout is getting ready to launch a new offering later this month. And in the process, we were talking about ideating, looking at competitors, and I felt this sense of like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. This is such a huge project. And it was kind of looming over me. And then I just sat down and was like, okay, what, what do we actually need to do here? The list was pretty short. It was like, okay, we got to build this landing page. I need to understand some software integrations. I have a couple questions around this. Once I wrote it down and was able to say, okay, these are the steps to launching. And by write it down, it can be physically writing it down. It can be using a system to write it down digitally. 
I, once I said, okay, this is A, B, C, D, what needs to get done, and these are the tools and resources I'm going to need. Here are the ones I'm going to have to research. Here are the ones I already have to have. It was like, oh, yeah, like this is big that we're offering this and I'm really excited about it. But this doesn't have to be this big, complicated mess. It's actually a lot simpler. So I really invite you to do that. First, notice when you're getting into mindsets that can lead to overcomplication. So when you're in this, it has to be my way or when you are caught up in perfectionism to pause and to just write down what actually needs to get done. And don't let a lot of complication go there. Ask yourself, does this need to get done? Is this a nice to have? Is this something that can happen in phase two? Write down the bare bones, what has to happen, and see if that doesn't help you make things a little bit less complicated in your own life and work. I hope this was helpful. This was a nice little realization for me of like, yeah, I do make things complicated, but I also have tools that help me. So if this episode resonated with you, feel free to post it on your stories, share the link with a friend, send me a DM or an email. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening and I will be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.